and Sid's also said, uh, oh, also showing up to a party on the wrong day. That would be the worst. But I said, I thought that wouldn't be the worst. I'd be like, Sweet, yeah. I missed it. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, oh, Sydney, I would love to show up to the party on the wrong day and then miss it and be able to say I genuinely tried to yes, go. Exactly. <laughs> like, oops. oh, I'm so sorry. I missed. I was there. You know, oh, shoot. (laughs) The worst thing. Okay. I was thinking about this, though, is if you show up to be like, oh, I missed it. And then they're like, well, then come in, hang out. Oh, oh, (laughs) wow. That's a twist. (laughs) You were planning it anyways. And and you have no excuse now. Like I was going to you were going to spend this time. Welcome in. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, I'm supposed to get home. No, you're not. You're you're here. You're coming to this party. Oh, oh. Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less cynical and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Macy. Welcome to episode 31. 31. This episode is, we're titling it Parties. Mm-hmm. And it is in a category called a non-general oh, no. <laughs> topic. <laughs> we'll make a little chart <laughs> for everybody out there. We're excited about it, but I'm it's just not, we just didn't feel like it's a drum roll. Yeah, there's got to be a certain even though spirit we're excited in the air. About Very it. excited about this. I feel like you are the one who is really pumped about parties. I've like had more time well, to think about parties. Yes. It, well, yes, I'm older <laughs> and I've had more strange party experiences probably. Strange meaning I feel like I'm out of place. Not like, that sounds funny, strange. What kind yeah. of strange party experiences with yeah. what... You know, not not like I've been to strange parties. I feel strange at parties. That's what I mean. Yeah, totally. Um, and I guess I just have big opinions about parties. Yeah, we're both a little bit not anti-party, mm-hmm. but a little anti-party. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to have a balanced take on things tonight. Yeah, we will not have a solid extrovert take on parties. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, maybe our take is that we don't necessarily fully get the extrovert take. Yes, I don't yes. understand. Well, we, we, we understand we don't relate. We yeah, can comprehend. I, guess. I, I can, mean, that's what yeah, the Enneagram has taught us. I yeah. can comprehend. But yeah, I can't fully under, like relate to the idea of not being, of just joyfully entering a party casually. I, I was talking to <laughs> Bianca today, and this is my wife too, Marissa, losing track of time in the, in the fun of the party. You know, that's like classic my wife every time. So think about 17 years of marriage. I can't even imagine how many parties and gatherings and get-togethers we've gone to. You know, uh, let's say ten a month for seventeen years. Who knows? Some, let's well, just say let's say five a month. Let's say let's be conservative. Yeah. And every single time, and Marissa will admit this, and Bianca was saying she does this too today. We'll be driving. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm feeling really tired. I don't want to stay too late tonight. Hmm. Why do you say this? You know you're <laughs> going to want to stay. Never have you wanted to leave early. Never. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, the early days I really tried to be like set a time and then I'd follow up with her and she'd get mad at me. Gosh. You said 10. And you're like, oh, you know, and I'm like, say the real time. And then I know. Now I just drive separately. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
there's this true introvert mm-hmm. and extrovert. Mm-hmm. And also outgoingness. I feel like parties require a level of like outgoing behavior. Yeah. I don't know. Parties is a different thing than just extrovert introvert things. It's a whole different ballpark. I feel well, what like. is it? That's what I, that's what we're wondering. What is it? What's a party? What is a Why party? is everybody doing this <laughs> activity? It's a celebration. Ugh. I don't know. What's Why in are everybody's we getting together? Mind? Why is everybody getting together? <laughs> <laughs> Pete Holmes, I just watched his new stand up on HBO last night. And he that's his opening. Like he talks about like how proud he is for everybody to come out because they left their homes and everything is at home. Their food, True. temperature settings, any movie you could possibly want to watch, any show, your computers, your YouTube. <laughs> and he said, and you came to see a live comedy show. Like how how did you do that? You know. <laughs> but I kind of feel the same about parties. Like. There's so much for me at my house. <laughs> Why would I go to a party? <laughs> Why would I ever What's leave the it? appeal? Yeah. What, what, it has to be good enough to draw me out. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. I don't fully get the appeal, but sometimes I do. It really depends on my mood. You're an ambivert. Shocker that it depends <laughs> on my mood. If yeah, I like a, a party or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the types of energy we're going to bring to this conversation tonight. Yeah. So we're going to be talking parties, but the first part of our tonight's episode we're gonna be reading different comments from y'all about parties mm-hmm. uh, we're starting we're got, we're kind of reversing the order yeah we've never true. started with listener comments this week yeah we normally kind of do that towards the end but we're starting that because we had quite a few mm-hmm. um and we asked all about parties and parties is super relatable it's like this topic isn't quite so obscure yes. although it is big so it's obscure in its bigness and vastness yeah, and actually, we don't even, I don't know if I want to call them listener comments because we still don't have any confirmation that <laughs> our Instagram people even listen to this. It's funny to think, like, we're reading their comments. Uh, hopefully, they're, <laughs> they're hearing us. I, I, just, I just hope they feel, I, I like to think that us reading their comments is, like, honoring. Yeah, you I know? think so. so. I think, I think. Maybe. We just don't know for sure. I have no confirmation. <laughs> so aside from the people that Instagram we know comments. and interact with. Yeah. We're going to read some Instagram comments. Yeah. Then we'll have a Reuven rumination. Yeah, on parties. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty pumped about it. Yesterday mm-hmm. he was giddy because it was one of his favorite poems that he's sharing. He's sitting here in the room with headphones on and reading a book. We don't, we don't have a confirmation whether or not it's Foucault. But <laughs> that would be my best guess. <laughs> and then to close the night, because we're doing a shorter episode. We're going to try to do a shorter episode. We're going to try to do an hour. <laughs> now, if you're listening, you already know what time it's actually at. You can see it when you <laughs> click on this episode. Maybe we did it. Maybe we the did The future it. knows. We don't. We don't. We're going to try. And, and we also really liked our style episode, which felt <laughs> very, <laughs> we, we, it felt playful. It didn't feel, True. sometimes we go a serious, sometimes we do a philosophical. True. Sometimes we do a musician, which is hard to cover. Like, how could we possibly cover all of Joanna Newsom? That was crazy. Uh, but this, these, these are light conversations that we have lots to say about. And most people... I would say it's part of most human culture mm-hmm. parties. So we can all kind of relate to it in some sense. So what's the phrase you say on our ad in the weird voice? Nothing's too small for a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think my favorite part. We put, we put a goofy ad on our Instagram if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, and I weird. really fiddle around Macy's voice. <laughs> And that's a funny part. Nothing's too small for a conversation. Nothing is too small. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then we're going to close, did I say, with party thoughts? We'll close with some big party thoughts. Yeah. And some big opinions. Quickly wrap it up. Okay. So hopefully you're mildly intrigued. Yeah. 
here come the listener slash Instagram follower comments. Coming up next. All right, everybody, we're back, and here's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to go through the Instagram comments from our party posts and use your thoughts and comments as a springboard for conversation. So we're going to get right quick into it with a comment from my friend Matt Miller, and he said most... Oh yeah. should we say what the question was? Oh, sure. Why don't you do that? Okay, so it was... uh, So we want to know, want to hear your thoughts because everyone experiences parties so uniquely. What is the most important element to a great party in your eyes? Um, Okay. What's the most important element? So Matt says, most important element, not being left alone by the people I'm there with. Okay. Macy resonates with this. I hardcore resonate with that. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? How so? Somebody invites you to a party. Here we go. Get in the car. We're going. So are you imagining that you're kind of at a party where you don't know everybody and you've been invited? Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. If... Most parties, if there's any strangers, I already am very nervous. Mm, mm. Like, the only kind of party that I will probably enjoy is if I already know everybody that's there. I think. I would say for the most part. Unless it's, like, a really, really big party and I'm with a small group and it's more of just, like, you at this big event. Yeah. It kind of reaches a different level. But, so going with someone and like a group of people and there's being a bunch of strangers and then being left having to like talk to these strangers and not knowing where (laughs) the people I'm with are is like the most terrifying thought. uh, Yeah. And I I hate talking to strangers. To me, it's not as as much as terrifying as draining. Do you Mm. you get scared? Not like scared in like a real, like scared for my life sense, but like socially scared. Nervous. Yeah. Nervous. Like anxious. I become very anxious. I start to think, and this is, it sounds so curmudgeonly. I probably come off a little bit more curmudgeonly in this podcast than I actually am, but <laughs> I'm just trying to be honest about my interior uh, dialogue. Yeah. You know, and it, it is like, what's the point? What's the point if I'm not going to see the person again? Are we establishing a connection? Oh. I'm not going to just enjoy a human face talking at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why. That's so interesting. It sounds curmudgeonly, but whatever. That's just how it is. Yeah, I'm probably just too in my own head being nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I said in my comment back, it's like the ultimate party foul. And I don't know if I totally agree with that. Like, hmm. I don't... I wouldn't... Uh, oh. I wouldn't... I wouldn't uh, fault somebody for, for leaving me. I, 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 I've experienced this so many times now that I just know it's normal. And I yeah. also don't... Uh, I, the, another part I think of being a five is I don't want to be a burden. I don't want anybody worrying about me. Yeah, yeah, there, I can understand that in a sense. Yeah. And maybe you'll grow to be less this way. The thing is, is that, and now I look back at my whole life too, it's the, the chances of me even getting in this situation at this point in my life is slim to none. 
Yeah. Like if I'm yeah. going to be at a party where I would even be afraid to be left alone in the first place, I'm probably not going to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like what's not worth the energy. I, well, I wish I could hear a little bit more about what's going on with Matt. Like, has this happened many times? Cause he's, <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't, I don't know. A stereotypically of like a big, strong mountain man, like mm-hmm. a very confident guy, Matt. I so it's interesting. Yeah. But it's funny to think is, of him being left alone and scared in the midst of a party. But and, that's the <laughs> thing with like a social anxiety. It's yeah. like you, doesn't matter what you look like. You're He's still a big, strong feeling. mountain man, but his demeanor is very soft and gentle at the same time. So whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. How about Sedona? Okay. So Sedona, Sedona underscore M. The first thing I do after greeting people and saying hello to the host, which First of all, after greeting people and saying hello to the host. Well, she's a two, right? Yeah, she's a two. She's very people-centric. Yeah. I'm not thinking about greeting people. No, but she just seems to be a person in general that kind of does it the right way. Yeah. She she runs, she journals, she wakes up on time, (laughs) she goes to bed on time. She's doing it the right way, you know. I don't. Yeah. I've don't never met Sedona, but she, I could. That totally goes with what she's. It's true. Presented on Instagram. It's Comes true. in the door. Where's the host? Hello. Here's my hostess gift. <laughs> and back in back in the back of her hair, she's like, "Where's that freaking food?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the next line is, "And head straight for the food. If there's no snack, then it's no party in my eyes." If there's no snacks. There's no party in my eyes. Wow, that's it. Is funny words. to think like. This is, I think as we go through these comments, side note, side note, and Macy and I haven't really talked about this. We alluded to it, but as we, as I was thinking about parties this week mm-hmm. and as we were engaging with these people, I, I was thinking it really would be fun to try to throw a, like a, some sort of no small thing party. It would be cool. It'd be really cool. And incorporate some of the elements that we would probably enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a party that's sensitive to introverts and probably... We'll try to include the extrovert vibes, but yeah, it would be sensitive. There'll be to people, so right probably, there. Probably, well, I think would hope it would contain some element of art. But I, I, I did. <laughs> yes, I did think. Wouldn't it be interesting if it was truly a like a a split, mostly a a big split of my friends and your friends? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, I don't know how that play out, but I, as I'm reading through these comments, I think, like thinking about your mom, who we'll read in a second. Mm-hmm. Dinner parties. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, Sedona talking about snacks, you know, I, I, I want to know the backstory to these things. It's, yeah, it's like, it's has true. she been somewhere where there's no snacks? Cause it is sort of standard. Like uh, <laughs> I'm almost thinking it's like a scandal. If somebody's <laughs> not going to have snacks at a party, <laughs> it's, it's but she felt the need to say it. Like, so maybe that's what I'm thinking as like 20 somethings. <laughs> Maybe, maybe people are still kind of getting their bearings yeah. on how to throw a party. And some people are like, it's a party. And she shows up and she's <laughs> probably done a long run. This, she's a runner, everybody. We know this about Sedona. She runs for SPU. And she's like ready for the snacks. <laughs> and there's no. I wonder if she'd leave. I wonder I if she'd wonder. leave if there was no snacks. I don't hmm. know. But I wonder if that is like a qualification for a party. Like it's a celebration and like food is important to celebrate. Well, we'll get into this a little bit later, but um, I guess we are responding to these comments. We're using them as a springboard. Yeah. So I will say this in terms of like, I and I and I treat others as I want to be treated. So <laughs> if I'm hosting a party, first I'll say if I'm going to a party, I'm sorry, I'm high maintenance, <laughs> and you don't don't you don't have to do this. Don't invite me. Don't, don't, that's fine. <laughs> Everybody do what they want to do. But but if I'm going to be invited, um, I I think of. Th- Three big pillars in my mind. Three big pillars. 
Okay. And there's other there's other big things, but these are the these are the foundational elements mm-hmm. to me when I walk in is um, lighting, music, and food. Lighting, wow. music, food. Those are the wow. three things I instantly notice. Hmm. And if any one of those is missing, I get instantly You're not. It, not in a good state. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little skeptical. I'm like, oh, what kind of night's this gonna be? <laughs> All the lights are on, bright in my face. What's this? <laughs> or you come in and there's like no music? Isn't that eerie and weird? You're automatically questioning the discernment of the people throwing the party. If they made this big of a mistake right off the bat, it's true. What's going to happen? <laughs> uh, so, oh so, but gosh. having said that, now if you came to a party at my house, which doesn't happen very often, you're going to get some nice music. You're going to get some good lighting. And you're going to get some I would, good food. I can. I've been to a party at your house. I think and so. I would testify to all those things. Nice, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not being uh, hypocritical. <laughs> How, you want to read wellness for today? Sure. I mean, it's a type five one. You should read it. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Here comes wellness for today. She is, I think wellness for today is truly a friend of the podcast. Yeah. We, we appreciate her engagement. And so here comes, she's a five and she also told us, maybe she said this later on. She has a four, four wing five friend. Yeah. She said her best friend. Yeah, That's fun. Um, this should be a good one as a type five, a dinner party is something I would look forward to. Same, same here. Fernanda wellness for today or a party with live music that I love to listen to like a string quartet. Wow. Now I'm down with that. Yeah. Never done it, but I'd be down or that. I enjoy engaging with like a salsa band because I can and enjoy dancing salsa. Cool. Otherwise I do not look forward to parties. Yes. Yes. I agree. Mingling and small talk both are somewhat painful and feel futile. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. At any party. And I like, this is the second time in this feed we've used party in quotes <laughs> at any quote unquote party. I inevitably end up seeking out one or two people to have a meaningful conversation with. Unless I connect with someone on a deeper level, the party feels like an utter waste of time. Yes, that's true. Yes, yes, yes. Now other people, this is why it's going to be an imbalanced podcast. We're not going to get the extrovert voice here. Yeah. My wife wants and others that people. I know it's not even wants to meet a lot of people are just so, it just sounds so traditionally nice. Just so happy to be with people. Yeah. Don't need to know what's going to happen. I mean, my wife looks at me like I'm crazy sometimes. Yeah. Just talking to a nice person. <laughs> Get over it. Why, why do you need to know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. People re- love it. Do you relate to it. that? That idea of it being futile if it's not going to be something that's going to last? Yeah. And I just like will sit there and be like, this is. This is pointless. Like, we're, we're not going to talk again. Right. We're not talking about anything that I actually would want to really oh, talk about usually. That's a key thing, Because it's too. like, we don't really know each other. Formalities. So we're talk about some weird, random thing that... Small talk. We don't know how to talk to each other. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it takes a while for me to get to know people and warm up. So talking to someone one night, hard. But isn't it interesting to think that hard. people aren't looking at the conversation with that lens? Yeah. They're just they're just energized by a human. They're just happy to be talking. This is great. Small, it doesn't matter what, do you what mean they talk small about. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is nice. And they, a lot of people would be so confused to know that in the background of my head, I'm like overthinking everything. Is this an interesting? Yeah. Where should I take the conversation? What's my body language yes. like? How's this? You know? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are just, Oof. I think, happy to be there. Wow. And what do you think about this idea of a string quartet or a salsa band or some sort of <laughs> entertainment? An entertainment. I like, I like the idea of live entertainment. I the idea of 
joining in salsa dancing, a little yeah. bit stressful. But you like dancing. I do like dancing. What do you think about just the idea of dancing in general? Like, if there was a party with your friends at this point in your life, mm-hmm. you show up and it inevitably starts to turn into a dance party. Are That'd you leaving? Pretty, no, I'm pretty pumped. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Probably, probably a little bit better for you than small talk? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, if it's with my friends, yeah, especially. that's what I'm saying. But... Salsa dancing that just seems intimidating. Yeah. It's a oh kind yeah. Of I, I think her point is just dancing. string quartet or or she said uh, a party with live music that I love to listen to, or that I enjoy engaging with. Yeah. So I think that will be something novel, which is I think something I'd want to talk about a little bit later. Something mm-hmm. novel mm-hmm. is is something that I like about a party. Yeah. Do something different that I've yeah, never seen. Yeah. Something that before. makes it like a night to remember. Yeah. In yeah, a sense. Yeah. Hmm. A night to remember. Okay. Okay. Well, it's for today. I think she came back with something. Was it just the? Oh no, not in that one. Maybe later. No, yeah, it was the four wing okay. five friend. Vibes. Okay. Okay. Oh, the Here, next one y- is it me to read y- it to my y- mom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for my mom, Grandma Janet. Parties. Dot dot dot. I prefer a small dinner party. Enjoy meaningful conversations with guests. My husband, my dad, prefers hosting big blowout themed parties. I can do one of these a year, but they cause too much anxiety with the crying laughing emoji. Ah, uh, yeah. Interesting. She's she's kind of laughing at herself, poking <laughs> fun at herself a little bit at her anxiety. Yeah. So yeah. which is Or is she laughing at her husband? I don't know. Who knows? Bill? Yeah. But this is really true. My parents are party throwers, I would say. In Compared to, I think, most, when I talk about it, compared it to my sounds friends, like it. it's like, your parents just like threw a lot of parties, slash we have a house. Now, what did that look like? What do you parties. mean? So you had the reputation. Your parents were throwing parties. Yeah, I think, especially once I was starting to be in like middle school, my dad just like started to transform our living room into this like gathering space. He's a big is, bar in there. He's a big bar in there and a pool table. And he like named it and got a flag. It wow. just like got really now, I, invested I, in thematic about yeah. it. And it's, I, I respect it. <laughs> I really respect it. Part yeah. of me, part of me even sounds intrigued. That's the thing. If somebody's going, if somebody's planning well and hosting well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more inclined to enjoy it. And this sounds intriguing to me. I, I really do think my parents are good hosts. They, you were texting me videos from Thanksgiving and yeah. he has an ice sword and, <laughs> and he cuts his ice for his drinks. So I was like so impressed. <laughs> yeah. He definitely stays engaged as yeah. a bartender, I guess. Yeah. My dad like loves to like be a bartender and my mom's a really good cook and a really like sweet, kind host. Mm. It's just a lot of work hosting. Yeah. Um, and I think my mom does just prefer the smaller intimate stuff. And my mom's such a good cook that I think it's easier to cook a nice smaller meal. This is the thing about s- somebody like your dad you know, if he invited me to a party mm-hmm. um, at their at your house, your parents' house, mm-hmm. and he, he had all that big bar set up, I'd be so interested. I'd want to hear all about. I'd want to show up and talk to him, yeah, and hear all about his ice sword and his ice blocks and th- what what type of drink is he making me now? And then I'd stand there at the bar and talk to him about his drinks. Now, now, if your dad is down for that, that's great, and I'd have a good time. He would but be down for that. No, way. but if he's the type of host that's just like, I just love seeing everybody out there mingling. Oh. I'm not going to be a very good guest then because I'm going to kind of stay close to the host that I know. Oh, and the, that makes but sense. But if it's just like this idea of like, I just like getting everybody together and they're like, well, I don't know. I'll come over. I'll come over for Janet's intimate dinner party. Yeah. Not, <laughs> no, not the big blowout. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. 
I don't know. My dad definitely does make his way around a party. Mm. He's, okay. He's an eight-wing He's seven, an active host. I'd say. Yeah. In terms of the way he acts at a party, for sure. An active host. Yeah, for sure. He acts like an eight-wing seven at a party, or he is an eight-wing seven? I think he... I don't want to type my... Okay. I don't want to type he, has he Has he owned it himself? I don't think that he's owned the Enneagram enough okay. to own his number, but... Who's to say? Who's to say? Anyways, I would say he acts like an eight-wing seven at a party, which is fun. It's a very fun energy. He's very excited. New things. And I think that's why he likes doing things like his ice blocks was ice that when you cut it or you look into it, it's completely clear. Mm-hmm. And he, like, worked really hard to make sure, like, to freeze it at a certain temperature. It's, it's an art form, people. It makes it fun for people when yeah. they're getting their drink and it's oh, something yes. that's memorable. Like. Thinking I back. would come just for that. If, you're, if your dad <laughs> told me he was doing that, I'd be like, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> I want to see this. <laughs> I want to yeah. ask questions. I want him to tell me about it. Sure. You know? He has all the answers. Yeah. He does. Okay. Next one. Next one. Let me pull it up here. Oh, yes. This is oh, such boy. A what's next? Lot. I'm looking forward to it. Is this Haley? No. What's, what's next? It's Matthew. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> okay. Well. Matthew, our friend, our one friend who's in the house, our one friend, our Enneagram one friend, uh, says uh, a little joke here from Matthew tonight. I'm really just hoping for a robust democratic socialist party. (laughs) Good one, Matthew. Good one, Matthew. (laughs) I don't think we have any thoughts and comments about that one tonight. (laughs) No, but I was there when I was looking for pictures for our Instagram to post. Oh, yeah. And when I was looking, the communist flag post it came up and oh. I was like, Oh, the communist party. And he almost commented that. And then this is what he came up with. Good one. <laughs> Good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Haley. Okay. Do, do is it me to read or you yeah. to read? Yeah. You, you read it. Okay. This is from Haley Balby. Who's one of my best friends. People and really want food. <laughs> this is important. Everybody, if you're a party thrower and you're throwing parties without food, he, listen to the voices of the people, folks. They need to be fed. This is a this is a pillar. <laughs> food exclamation point. Okay, so food. It's so important at a party, and not just because I love free food. If I am at a party with close friends, then it doesn't matter. But if I'm somewhere that I don't know very many people and feel out of my element. I need a well-stocked and accessible food table. Yes, yes. I think the food yes. table part is essential. Food table. It's Where like is the food table, folks? <laughs> a plethora of food. Um, okay, so that I have somewhere to go and stand without looking awkward. Now, this I can also understand. Mm-hmm. You gotta like not look awkward yes. at a party. Yes, I have. I have lots of thoughts about that too, but we'll save them. <laughs> so, side note: in the middle of this comment, I already know it's not going to be an hour-long episode tonight, everybody. <laughs> it's we, it's just not possible for us. We, we try someday. We're already at 30 minutes. <laughs> we haven't even done our ruination yet. Okay. Otherwise, I will probably probably get uncomfortable real quick and start thinking about my exit strategy. Yes. True. True. Like, you oh, know I got to go home. Haley's like one of my best friends. Oh, okay. And is she the one with the dad on the chair? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should post that video. <laughs> okay. Uh, games to play or even observe can also help with this, which is true. I think an activity is really nice. Yeah. I that, like a nice activity. That's controversial. I know. I know. It's some people are like, whoa, what, what do you mean? And I'm like, you know, there's people in the audience tonight that you don't understand this, but they're anxious. And this helps. <laughs> this helps. <laughs> but I, I relate to that. I like, she so she must be an introvert. Can be invitational. I would say Haley's probably ambivert okay. vibes. Yeah, she's a nine. 
Otherwise, I'll probably get uncomfortable real quick and start thinking about my exit strategy. That's introvert vibes. It is introvert vibes. I am, unless the party is just out of control amazing in some way. And later on, I think I'm going to inform people on what I think to be (laughs) compelling elements to a party. Uh, I'm always thinking my extra strategy. Always. And I'm always thinking of a party most of the time as make an appearance. I just want people to know I cared and showed up and I want them to be able to say, oh, I saw Scott. Mm. I saw him. But that's the only reason I'm going. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, did everybody see me? Did they know I'm here? Did I say hi to the host? I don't know. Did I say hi to the host? Um, and then I'm starting to think, <laughs> All right. is Marissa okay with me leaving now? And I just start to check. <laughs> I start to check and read the room like, I'm here I go, I'm leaving. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> Usually I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. okay, so that's the first round. Uh, maybe we should just take a break. Maybe we should yeah. for the wow. people. Yeah. Okay, okay so that's the first back, round. We're we'll going to keep reading some Instagram comments, and they get better. Not, not that those are bad. <laughs> they, they, keep, they keep getting, they keep at this good pace. <laughs> they keep, the quality stays at this level. <laughs> that's like it better. When we go With the quality listener <laughs> comments, <laughs> the quality continues. The caliber continues. Yeah. Okay, it starts with Sid Loves. Sid Loves, friend of the podcast. Okay, this one is super interesting and brings oh, up something wait, we interesting got, to me. Uh, let's read the question. Oh, oh yes. It said, uh, okay, so Macy wrote this one. She said, you could know, by the way, on Instagram <laughs> if it's... And actually, this isn't true because I've been saying y'all to make it seem consistent on our Instagram. But typically, Macy will say y'all. So she said, okay, y'all, we have a party question for you. What is the worst? This was a great question. What is the worst thing that could happen at a party? And what is the worst thing that has happened to you at a party? Okay, so that's what we're dealing with here. That's what we are dealing with, the worst And here comes Sid Loves. Sid Loves. I don't know if it's the worst, but one annoying thing would be not knowing or forgetting the theme if it's a dress-up party or being dressed wrong is the worst. Oh, being dressed wrong is the worst. Yeah, and I have a story about that. Have you? Has that happened to you? No, has it happened to you? Yeah. Oh no, this what is. Happened? I, I, I'm going to say a little something here, and it's a placeholder because I think this will be my finale comments. Oh wow! I'm going to talk a little bit later about uh, what I what I've experienced as a great party, mm-hmm. not perfect, mm-hmm. but a great party, mm-hmm. and one that has raised the bar in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's my friend Lars who used to be one of my youth leaders at Bethany. Is this the party man? He's the party man. And he's thrown, he throws other great parties. This is one of many great parties, but he, he lived in Paris for three years. Hmm. And so he throws a Paris themed party. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he, there's a lot that goes into it. But the first year I went, Hmm. you got this fancy invitation and you were supposed Mm -hmm. to wear like fancy Paris clothes. 
So mm-hmm. already I'm a little confused. Hmm. And um, I was intimidated. I didn't know who was going to be there. Yeah. And I really put a lot of thought into my outfit. And basically it was a very nice suit. Hmm. And he said in the invitation, there's going to be a, an award for the best dress. And that hmm. got me too. I was like, oh. I want to be in the running. Wow. Wow. But an when I got there to want to be. and Lars and I have a good relationship, a very easily roastable. We're both, yeah. you know, like we can make fun of each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I showed up and it wasn't like, Oh, it's just, I stick out like a sore thumb, mm-hmm. but it was obvious that the way people read this invitation or the way it had been done before mm-hmm. is that it's sort of over the top Parisian outfits mm-hmm. and like big top hats and silk scarves and, and you wore like just very I wore classic. a very nice suit and <laughs> Lars was like you look like you're going to work you're like like a businessman or something and I was like I do I, I was I was thinking compared to everybody else I was going to look fancy I I was expecting like a lot of parties people will underdress to our point about style you know yeah. I thought people were going to show up in sweaters and sweatshirts and mm. I was going to be in this suit mm. you know and it was like no I looked so basic oh like no. a, but I was so excited about my suit <laughs> And I was like, shoot, I got a new tie and everything. And it was like all night. I was like, gosh. So I understand Sid's point. Like, Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I just did not fit in. And I was definitely not in the running for the best dress of the night. Yeah, so do you, okay, this is the question. Do you like dress-up parties? The idea of a dress-up party? I do. I really do. I not, do too. Not, not necessarily like costumes. Okay. But, but that's well, fine. That- that's, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not against it. Yeah. But dressing up, I mean, that goes back to our style episode. I like, I think this is where you and I differ is I think Mm -hmm. I prefer like a theme dress up. Yeah. Like something that's different. I wouldn't mind it. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. It'd be, it'd be a novel thing. If somebody said we're going to have a pajama party or whatever, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good idea. Some fun idea. Yeah. Okay. A pajama party. That sounds like middle school girls, but (laughs) adults can do it too. (laughs) Could be a cozy day. Yeah. Uh, and Sid's also said, uh, Oh, also showing up to a party on the wrong day. That would be the worst. But I said, I thought that wouldn't be the worst. I'd be like, yeah, I missed it. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, Oh, Sydney, I would love to show up to the party on the wrong day and then miss it and be able to say, I genuinely tried to go. Exactly. (laughs) Like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I missed. I was there. You know, oh shoot. (laughs) The worst thing. Okay. I was thinking about this though, is if you show up to be like, Oh, I missed it. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, well then, come in, hang out. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow, like, that's a twist. <laughs> you know. were planning it anyways, <laughs> and, you're and like, you have no excuse yeah, now. You're like I was gonna, you were gonna spend this time. Welcome in, and you're like, oh no. Oh, I'm supposed to get home. No, you're not. You're you're you here. Coming to this party. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's a. I don't think that's ever happened, but I I have to imagine something imagine like that has happened yeah. to me, where where the excuse has some so, somehow been like ripped out from underneath <laughs> me, <laughs> you know? And it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm You're always clinging there. to a few little excuses. You know, I go, I kind of go in ready without really even thinking about it. If I have oh to leave at a short God. notice, Oh, gotta got something, you know, dog, Dodger. left the dog home. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I've never said that, but like something. Oh, okay. Oh, Sid also said, my mom just went to a party in a cute and put together outfit. But then when we got there, she remembered, realized it was a pajama party. Pajama party. A pajama party. <laughs> it's a thing. All right. We have another Grandma Janet comment. Oh, you can read this one. Okay. Uh, now, uh, when it comes to parties, I feel like I'm on sort of a say, similar wavelength with your mom. Yeah, that, it's probably true. Yeah. Good food is a must when I go to a party. Yes, Janet. 
For a while, everyone served Costco platters. Now, I would love it if we had her in the room right now. I want to hear all about that. Because I think that's a generational thing. I don't know what she's talking about. How, how could this ever be allowed in the world? I'm trying to think of like old school potlucks where there was like the jello with the weird. I'm thinking all I can think is the. Like a, the like a vegetable platter. Oh, yeah. Like those rolled up sandwiches <laughs> with cream cheese and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can think. Guys, come on. We got we can do better than Costco platters. Uh, they get old. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, gee, I could just picture your mom. Oh, yeah, here I go. Come to a party. Oh, another Costco platter. This happened yesterday. <laughs> I don't mind a party where everyone brings an appetizer. But this but was an interesting point. Yes. But I do have friends who don't appreciate this. They feel if you invite someone over for a party, you should host with food and drink. Small dinner parties are my favorite. Okay. I think you probably have something to say. I have something to say. You have something to say? Well, I just, I like the idea of people bringing things. Me too. I would prefer that. That's like, and if I'm going somewhere, I would prefer bringing something. I think that makes it more communal. Yes. So it's interesting when you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. It just is a different vibe. It's a totally different kind of party vibe. Yep. And this may be another five thought, but Mm. because fives are typically cheapskates. Hmm. But uh, I, if I'm hosting, especially, I like the idea that I, it's not on me to provide everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot on a host. Yeah. I'd provide a really nice food element. I'd provide yeah. a nice drink of some kind, but like to do everything. Yeah. It's a lot. That's hard. And I guess it just depends. I mean, your mom's kind of talking about a true dinner party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so there's a party where we're all gathering. I think that's what kind of Sedona's talking about with like a a table with some snacks or even Haley. Yeah. But are, is this like a sit down dinner party? I think party? it's probably but a sit down dinner that's, party. That's where the continuity doesn't match because no way is somebody having Costco platters for a nice <laughs> dinner party. <laughs> Who knows? Everybody pass <laughs> around the Costco platter or the candles are lit. We're going to have a nice fancy dinner. Costco platters. <laughs> Who knows? No. Okay. A ba- baby Bex is next. This was interesting. Yeah. To me, I feel like the worst thing that could happen at a party is if the room isn't filled enough. I always feel uncomfortable when there's too few people and I can't get lost in the crowd when I'm alone. I can go either way on that. I know. There's a part of me that's like, I do like a really big place in a sense that you can just get lost and you're not Mm -hmm. seen. But like a group of 20 or 30 seems like the worst. (sighs) That's a tough range. But what, 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 what are you picturing? Like, so right now, everybody, we're in a living room, Macy's living room. Are you picturing like 20 or 30 people in here? Does that sound like too well, much? That's too many people in this room. Oh, okay. Know. A packed room. This room packed. Uh, 15? Yeah, that's probably too much. Mm. Now, just... that's what I was saying. I went to my friend John Keatley's Christmas party mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and he wore that Christmas onesie. Oh, yeah. And um, it was like that. Hmm. He he has like a few small rooms in the front and his kitchen is right when you walk in the house, which oh, yeah, provides yeah. an interesting element to a party. Mm-hmm. And it's a great party. Yeah. And somehow I just tell him somehow they're great hosts and somehow it really works, mm-hmm. but it's packed. You're kind of shoulder to shoulder. And this mm-hmm. is why I say I relate to what Rebecca's saying, because you really can become sort of anonymous hmm. and there's so much because this is another party anxiety. Hmm. This is a big one. And it's probably one that I was thinking about saving for later, but might as well just talk about it. Yeah. The thing that I just can't find a solution for, a quick fix, and this is why I think you need an activity or some sort of program. Mm-hmm. Getting stuck with someone. 
getting stuck with someone. How do you get out of it? It's the, what yeah. do you do? Yes. Because you can't just say, well, it's been nice talking. I'm just going to go over here now. Yeah. Because they could come with you. Yeah. They could do And the it sounds just rude. Well, yeah. we're in the middle of a conversation, you know, so how I do you mean, end you it? You can go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's that's a good trick. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom works sometimes, I think. But yeah, that's hard, getting stuck with someone. So at John's party, first of all, I liked everybody I was talking to that night. However, I just get a little overwhelmed if it's like, so when there's that many people bumping into you and moving around and mm-hmm. foods over here mm-hmm. and things over here, drinks, and it becomes very easy. And then there were about 40 kids. Oh, yeah. Lots of commotion. And it, I like that. The kids yeah. things instantly makes the party better to yeah. me, in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> just It sounds crazy. Like, uh, with everything we've been saying about me, it seems like I would hate this. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Brecca brings up a really good point. It, you can just sort of get lost in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go over here now. I'm going to go. Oh, I'm just. You can even go outside for a little bit. Nobody would notice. Nobody would notice. Yeah. Oh, any. The outside part of a party is a nice part of a yes. party. Especially if somebody that you like is out there to yeah. talk to. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. SV Lamb 4J. Stephanie. Stephanie Lamb. Said being an introvert. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. <laughs> we, it's we true. Understand. I we understand. That's hard. Yeah, and I think I think what we'd say to Stephanie's point is just the idea that it seems and feels like an introvert is not the first person considered when a party is being established or planned. True. You know. True. So they seem catered to extroverts, typically, in my experience. Yeah, that's what that, that I would agree with them. Mm-hmm. They essentially are partially in their very nature catered yeah. to extroverts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, introverts are just getting together and, and talking and hanging out, you know, in, yeah. in small, it, it looks different. Gathering. They're not saying let's have a party. They're just saying let's hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Scooter Strong said uh, bad music, TBH. <laughs> yeah. We, well, we've established that. We, we relate to that. Well, I do. I, do you relate to that? Well, he's saying bad music. Yeah, it was the worst thing. Oh, now that's that's an interesting little twist because I just say music in general. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily need it to be good music. That's oh. nice, but I just I'm just paying attention if there's music that playing. There's like the thought of putting music into it and adding that. Yeah, thought. and it also just adds an ambiance. It makes it so it's not like this awkward silence, silence and eating noises and yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, he makes a good point. I, I I don't know if I'm. I think that's interesting bad music. in terms of thinking of coming into a party and the worst thing is bad music. The, the, the worst uh, thing yeah. is bad music. That's like a <laughs> hundred on my list. I I'm trying like. to think though. I mean, what if, what if, let's just take what he's saying to a, a far extreme. Mm-hmm. Like if you showed up and it was like, well, for me, <laughs> like for my taste, like really crazy country music. music. Oh, it just yeah. constant, not a variety. It was just like really loud. I'd probably be a little nervous. But yeah, if it was like crazy, true. weird electronic music, just like too loud of music yeah. could be a problem. Yeah. Bad music. Bad music. Interesting. Okay. Daniel okay, Kai is our friend, it. a friend of the show. Daniel Kai's 137. Is that the Mr. Rogers thing? I think so. <laughs> He's got a lot of little tricks like that. <laughs> um, do you want to read his? I think it's your turn. Okay. When people start talking about leaving halfway through because they want to do something else, I'm so concerned with everyone having an enjoyable and memorable time, and I also just like them being there. Oh, well, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> we're the people. We're who the are ones leaving. Leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. 
They're leaving. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, you would notice it. I, I, I would start to, I'm always a little shifty. Always yeah. like got somewhere to go. Yeah. Got, got to be up in the morning yeah. or something. <laughs> and I'm not up in the morning. We said that on the introvert podcast. Like, we like home. Wh- where are you going? What do you have to do? Just, I'm just going home. I have an to appointment have some to be at time. Home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that it? Or no, we have my friend, uh, Travis. Business as usual. Business as usual. Why don't you read that one? Okay. Uh, now he's a strong seven. And if he was in town, he lives in Portland. He would be a fun interview. Wow. He would, he would be so out of control. (laughs) He's, he's a hyper guy in in the best way possible. He's very (laughs) endearing. Okay. I was in Iowa for a family Christmas at the time. I was a junior at Seattle Pacific living with Scott and four other buddies. So, there it is. There it is. College Scott. <laughs> yeah. We drove out to Iowa, and as it stood there, wasn't much of a chance I was going to make it back for a New Year's party we were having at our house. My family pushed hard driving back, and I got back to Portland, hopped in the Land Cruiser. This is just Land told Cruiser. like Travis. <laughs> Anybody that knows Travis is like, oh, my gosh. And <laughs> made it to the party at 10 p.m. It was electric. Ah. Lots of people and great music. I think Scott married. Scott got married right before. <laughs> After. After. <laughs> And then we established it was a little bit before, but oh gosh. this, this, this type of scenario, I find it odd that Travis wrote this because I feel like this type of scenario happens to him almost all the time. All the time. Like oh he's doing something and then all of a sudden gets invited to something else and decides to cram it in, whether it's driving through the night, whether it's staying up till three <laughs> And if, especially if it's like a friend, which he has millions of friends, everyone is his friend. Uh, and that's like, I reminded him in our feed here, like we have an annual retreat and, uh, this last, I think two, two retreats ago, um, he showed up and this was a beautiful thing, but I'm like, again, I would never do this, but this kind of goes with what we're saying about a good party. He just decided on a whim to stay up all night making this beef brisket. And he was so proud. He's like, stayed up all night didn't go to sleep and then drove to the retreat and then had this brisket for us. And he was like, it's so worth it though. Isn't it right? No sleep. I'm like, what? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that but is so funny. Yeah. It's just funny that he has this memory of this time that yeah. he did this. And, and it's, it's like, like I think he's what like he does. All the time. Yeah. It was electric. I wonder if that was a important time where he like first fell in love with this, like, Oh, that's what established it. I got to have more boundaries. Yeah. Driving through the night, doing this thing. Yeah. Who knows? We had a retreat in Portland a few years ago and Travis essentially was the host because that's his city. And we started by going to this bar Mm -hmm. and it had like a giant dog there and it was very casual, but he knew the the guy and the guy's like, Oh, my friend Travis, anything from my, my friend Travis and his friends. And we're like, okay. And Travis knows everybody. And then he's like, get in the car. We're going to go to my other friend's bar and uh, we're going on here. And that's like, Oh, Travis. Travis. Hey, Travis's friends. I'm like, man, you're friends with everybody around town. This is crazy. (laughs) Different seven Enneagrams folks. There they are. There they are. Okay. That's our listener comments. Those we are our listener it. comments. The reverse no small thing episode. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get a Reuben Rubination. Reuben Rubination. A Rubination? He's taking off his headphones. He's yawning. Um, it's happening. It, it's happening. <laughs> Here it comes. Yo. 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 Yo.
good distance. Okay, so from what I've been picking up, n- not a fan of parties here. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I... It's just like, you know, there is no, like, morphology of the party that then, you know, that gets repeated in all parties. Because I've never... If you ask me how many parties I've ever been to, I, I would spend, like, most of the time trying to remember what I have been to. <laughs> I'm so... I think I'm so... I think the most, probably the most, like, definitely this is, like, a party party that I've been to was when I was living uh, close to UW. And one of my friends snuck me in into a frat party. Yeah, I was there for like five minutes and then I left. <laughs> I couldn't hear anyone. <laughs> and I couldn't see anyone. It's like, what is this, a Brett Easton Ellis novel? I felt like I was going to be <laughs> murdered. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, I just hated it, which... <laughs> Which I think makes the poem that I'm going to read kind of a probably a good. It's a poem that's on your side, on our side. <laughs> uh, but let me kind of give a little background to this poem and why I chose this. So it's a poem by Elizabeth Bishop, who's a an American uh, poet. I think she was born in like 1911 and died in 1970s. So she was, um, she was a contemporary of a lot of famous poets like, um, John Ashbery, Robert Lowell. Uh, and in this poem, um, the title is invitation to miss Marion Moore. So I think, uh, I was thinking maybe let's kind of like shift the center of attention from the party itself like the time and place that is the party, to the, uh, the idea of inv- invitation, like inviting. Who are you inviting? Who do you want to invite come to your party? And Marion Moore was also a poet. Uh, she's, I think, from kind of like a generation before. And when Elizabeth Bishop was in college, she was reading Marion Moore and she was very, she admired her work. And I think a school librarian introduced her to Marion Moore, who was 23 years her senior. Now, these two women became very close friends. Uh, it would be interesting to look up when this poem was written because uh, as I was looking these things up, uh, I think at one point, Elizabeth Bishop stopped calling Marion Moore Miss Moore and just started addressing her as Marianne. Mm-hmm. So uh, both of them had a very close an affectionate relationship. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if it was romantic or was that just a suggestion by like biographers. The title is kind of like a little tongue in cheek because it's very formal, right? It's an invitation to Miss Marion Moore. But the poem is so dreamy. Uh, As you will notice through the reading, like she's inviting Marion Moore to fly to her. And also, there will be references to um, uh, black shoes and like a wide-brimmed hat. Uh, Marianne Moore is very famous for wearing this like uh, three-cornered 
black brim hat. So uh, the you here, of course, yeah, it's like a physical description of her. Okay, so I'm going to read the poem. Invitation to Miss Marianne Moore by Elizabeth Bishop. From Brooklyn, over the Brooklyn Bridge, on this fine morning, please come flying. In a cloud of fiery pale chemicals, please come flying. To the rapid rolling of thousands of small blue drums descending out of the mackerel sky over the glittering grandstand of harbor water, please come flying. Whistles, pennons, and smoke are blowing. The ships are signaling cordially with multitudes of flags rising and falling like birds all over the harbor. Enter two rivers, gracefully bearing countless little pellucid jellies and cut glass aperns dragging with silver chains. The flight is safe. The weather is all arranged. The waves are running in verses this fine morning. Please come flying. Come with the pointed toe of each black shoe, trailing a sapphire highlight. With a black capeful of butterfly wings and bon mutts, with heaven knows how many angels all riding on the broad black brim of your hat, please come flying. Bearing a musical and nautical abacus, a slight censorious frown and blue ribbons, please come flying. Facts and skyscrapers glint in the tide. Manhattan is all awash with morals this fine morning, so please come flying. Mounting the sky with natural heroism, above the accidents, above the malignant movies, the taxicabs and injustices at large, while horns are resounding in your beautiful ears that simultaneously listen to a soft, uninvented music fit for the musk deer. Please come flying. For whom the grim museums will behave like courteous male bower birds? For whom the agreeable lions lie in wait on the steps of the public library, eager to rise and follow through the doors up into the reading rooms? Please come flying. We can sit down and weep. We can go shopping or play at a game of constantly being wrong with a priceless set of vocabularies, or we can bravely deplore, but please, please come flying. With dynasties of negative constructions darkening and dying around you, with grammar that suddenly turns and shines like flocks of sandpipers flying, please come flying. Come like a light, in the white mackerel sky, come like a daytime comet with a long, a nebulous train of words from Brooklyn over the Brooklyn Bridge on this fine morning. Please come flying. Isn't that such a lovely poem? Really yeah. What I really like is I think that there are some... First of all, it's it looks like it... It's, set in a like uh, location yet yeah, you have like Brooklyn the Brooklyn Bridge it's also very mythical in American poetry uh, Elizabeth uh, Bishop um, was a lesbian and 
I think the reference to Brooklyn Bridge, I mean, before her, Brooklyn Bridge, of course, you get poems by Walt Whitman and Hart Crane, who were two great, like, gay American poets. So there is this kind of, like, subtle erotic charge to the poem. It's almost like you have everything in there from, like, the most kind of, like, public views, right? You have the... Uh, the boats, the public libraries, but there is also that intimacy of we can do whatever. We can go shopping. And of course, we can play at a game of constantly being wrong with a priceless set of vocabularies. So, I don't know. Don't go to parties. Just, 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 <laughs> just fly away with people you like. I don't think we completely hate parties. No, no. It just has to be done a certain way. You know what's, <laughs> what's, what's better than, than going to a party is running away from a party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Yep, there it is. I mean, we agree. Well, thank you for... Thank you for your rumination. We, I, I like this emphasis on invitation. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like the flying imagery. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Run Thanks, away. Ruben. Run away. Goodbye. There goes Ruben, He's everybody. He's going to run away now. He's running away. <laughs> The best part. He came to our party. This is our party. <laughs> this is ideal. S- uh, slinking away. Yeah. Flying away. Okay, Dreaming so- of flying. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of big hand gestures. <laughs> someday, someday we'll re- I really would like to record what it looks like so people can have the what visual. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> okay, when we come back, we've got some big closing thoughts. Big closing thoughts about parties. Um that hopefully, okay. I mean, I guess I'll 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 give premises when we come back. That was the roof and rumination. Yeah. Okay. When we come back, closing thoughts on parties. We're actually not doing too terribly on time. So. Yay! We'll go team. Okay. When we come back. Hey, no small thing, listeners. We hope you're enjoying this episode on parties. I'm interrupting for just a quick second to tell you about our No Small Thing website. You know, often we briefly interrupt the episode to ask you to like and review us on iTunes or post about us on your social media or even become a Patreon supporter. But this week, I just want to plug something that could actually add value to your listening experience. No Small Thing has a website and the address is pretty straightforward, www.nosmallthingpodcast.com. Each week, we have a post that goes into greater detail about the episode you're listening to. And if there was a poem Ruben read or an article we alluded to or a song we talked about, uh, we post the links to those things. Macy pretty much single-handedly has designed this website, and I think it is so intuitive and eye-catching and helpful. And I think that you'll find that it's a cool addition to our episodes each week. So there it is, www.nosmallthingpodcast.com. It's just a nice little extra something that we're trying to put out there each week to give our listeners a quality experience. Thanks for letting me interrupt the episode. Now let's get back to our concluding thoughts, at least for this week, on parties. Okay, we're back. So basically, we're going to do what we would have done at the beginning, which is kind of say a little bit more about what we're talking about when it comes to parties. So Mm -hmm. like we had this talk over the break. Matthew was sitting here on the couch and he was like, wait, parties, because this is 
parties, that word is misused. It's or, so big. I don't know, misused, yeah. Because automatically, especially, you know, you and I work with high school kids, mm-hmm. the word party connotates instantly. Like party, like this big rager thing. Yeah, and or, or, or Reuven was talking about going to like a frat party. Right, yeah. And so Matthew was saying, and I totally agree with this, in high school he was just getting together and having some fun with his friends. That's a party. Yeah, it's a party. And I, and I always thought that was a little interesting, people saying, do you party? And how, mm. how bad it would be of like, yeah, I do. Hmm. That doesn't mean I, I go crazy or I have this crazy party life. It just means I like getting together with my friends. I right. like to like go to partying. parties. That's a party. I like to celebrate. Yeah. Like, that's fine. I like to be with friends. Yeah. So it's interesting to think, I guess I would just clarify saying like, I think what we are talking about tonight, mostly by and large, is mm-hmm. this idea of a big get together. Because mm-hmm. I want it to be clarified for anybody that knows me and listens. Like, I enjoy coming to someone's house and hanging out. I mm-hmm. enjoy being invited to dinner. I, I enjoy being with people. I'm talking yeah. about throwing a party and inviting me to that. Mm-hmm. I typically wouldn't be interested in that sort of a gathering, a big party. A big- We're having a big something party. A. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 no, We're I'm, having a um, uh, what what I'm trying to think of a, a St. Patrick's Day party. <laughs> I don't oh know. Gosh, like, yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, I'd have to hear some information. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, party. You're not like jumping on the bandwagon or looking yeah. for parties. Yeah, no, no, yeah, me neither. So I think that's what we're talking about. We're we're talking about some sort of big group social gathering, gathering thing. Yeah. yeah, and uh, even your mom was saying like a dinner party. I don't quite think that's what we're talking about tonight. Like a dinner party. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a broad topic. A dinner party of six. That's not what we're talking about tonight. No, that, no, that's not. Maybe a dinner party of 20 and you're hosting a bunch of people at your house. Yeah. I think like holidays are probably like a part, a good reasonable yeah. size party for some people. I don't like know. Like how many people were at your like Thanksgiving gathering? I don't know. Like 30. Yeah. See, that's that a, party. a party. Yeah. Yeah. That's a party. I don't. I don't need to necessarily stipulate tonight exactly how many people make a party, but no more than six. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would agree. A big group. Yeah. So okay, that's so what we're talking about. That's, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> an hour in. <laughs> we had this uh, idea. I think it would be really interesting to do mm-hmm. a episode on our questions without any answers. We're just going to sit and ask questions. Like, for example, oh, like, yes. why do we do parties? Why do we do parties? And then we kind of rant a little bit. Moving on. Here's another question I have, you know. I mean, I think essentially parties are a, a good, th- I think it's a good thing for humans to celebrate <laughs> and to have fun. Ooh. That's why we have parties. <laughs> In what sense? That's a, So you're, you're making an attempt at answering my question. Why do we do this? Yeah. It's a good thing. I think there seems to be something good and human experience to have like moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, okay. I'm, I'm tracking. I don't know. As, as Marking even as, a moment. As much as I am not a huge party goer, I would be bummed if I went through life and never had any parties. Ooh. There's something good about <laughs> parties. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you're bringing the, you're bringing the other perspective tonight. All of a sudden, this is good. Say more. I will, I mean, I'm not really bringing the other perspective because I'm not saying <laughs> I love all parties, but I do think there is some essentially good nature to parties. And the um, the idea of Oof, often parties well, are celebrating something. That, I mean, let's just clarify. I'm not judging people that throw parties. Oh, no. 
And I, I say blessings on you and the things you enjoy and Mm -hmm. all of you. That's one of the big, like, um, I think misunderstandings Mm -hmm. is like somebody that's leaving a party is mad or something happened. No. And great that you're doing it and it's beautiful. (laughs) And now humans having fun. Great. (laughs) But you're saying, uh, there's something special for you as a participant in marking a moment of some kind. I think so. What, what, like, put a little bit more on that. I don't know. Well, I would say most parties, people, like, use any excuse to have a party, first of all. Yeah. But there's, usually a party has something, like, a theme, like a holiday, or it's a birthday, or it's a celebration of some kind, Mm -hmm. like, typically, I would say. Or maybe if you are just getting people together, it's on some level celebrating friendship. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I thought that this was more about saying how we don't like it. <laughs> well, I, I do, and I don't like it. Okay. I like it conceptually probably more than I like it in reality. Uh, like I wish that I could experience it purely as that. Yeah. And be like, yeah, it's this nice, fabulous, awesome thing. And I do think it can be, but I think there's a lot that goes into it, and a lot of. We're weird people. Well, I just think I re- relate and understand. Like, I've officiated many weddings, probably eight weddings. And I've obviously been to a lot of weddings. You've been to a lot of weddings. And I would say I do enjoy a rehearsal dinner. Or, like, mm-hmm. I even I enjoy typically a wedding after party celebration. Mm-hmm. Re- uh, what, what is it? Reception. See, receptions. <laughs> I don't even know the words because I'm so out of it. But, like... I, I agree with the sense. I do feel a deep sense of purpose at those things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And you've already you've already sort of experienced some of the things that we're advocating for tonight. This isn't just getting together. We've had this ceremony, and we've had right. we we now all know why we're here. Mm-hmm. We 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 all know and love this couple, and we're here to celebrate it. And maybe that's a, what could make a good party mm. is if there's a reason to be there, and that that's like notice. Well, that's one of my pushbacks. Or celebrated. Okay. That, that, that it seems that many, and this is a, maybe, I don't know. Everybody correct me if I'm wrong here. We'll see. <laughs> there seems to be a pushback against any sort of program at a party. Hmm. Um, now I would prefer oh, a program. You're now you're saying. saying you came to a party at my house and it had a program. We had, it we did had, have a program. It had live music. Well, well live music. I appreciated that a hundred percent. Yeah. I was like in the beginning, like, when are we going to get to that? Cause I would just like that to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then I hosted a party quote unquote, whatever it was. This was one of the greatest nights of my life. Oh. It, it's when I somehow won a lottery type thing to have Dave Bazan, a Pedro Lion, perform at my house. Crazy. And I invited all my friends. And it, it we had some mingling at the beginning. So that's a party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably over 30 people. And then he performed his show. And then... He stayed and talked to me for like an hour. God. It was so fun. Everybody knew they were like giving me space to talk to Dave Bazan in the corner. Wow. Everybody else was mingling, but I was just like locked in with him. And I was like, I was picking up vibes that he was not trying to leave or being uncomfortable. You know, he had a beer just talking to Dave Bazan in my house. I was like, this is great. Uh, but I, again, like there is a program, there's a moment mm-hmm. that unites everybody, so mm-hmm. to speak. It's not just the. The mingling, the constant. That's why a theme could maybe mingling. even in a sense be that uniter. Yeah. Like there's something. There's something yeah, else going on. A theme. Not not just not just a theme of like it's pajama theme, so we're wearing pajamas. Right, but like it, I think it has to involve doing something together. Yeah, I think that might be true. Ugh. 
like a game or like that's why people do like big Super Bowl parties or like show preview Ooh, parties. Just my whole body I know, Super cringed. Bowl terrible Ooh. idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I think you have an example. You're saying this wedding was a good example of something you really enjoyed because oh, had a few elements. Yeah, my cousin's wedding. So I went to a few weddings when I was like in high school age. And they were all great, great mm-hmm. weddings. But my cousin's wedding was my favorite, probably mostly because it was the most casual. And it was themed. It was like German f- music festival. Oh, themed. okay. Here we go. And it had like a beer garden. Oh. And it was very like cool, but fun. Theme within a theme. Because, well, there's already the wedding. That's yeah, a theme in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, but it was like such casual vibes. Like mm. the theme itself was fun and like very inviting. It was not like formal outdoor wedding, indoor wedding, outdoor wedding. Okay. And then where at their house, Oh, which where? was nice. California in like Florida, Northern California, okay. Granite Bay. If okay. Anyone knows. Okay. So, so I'm just saying an outdoor wedding in Seattle is very risky. So I'm like, oh, wonder, was this a Seattle true. outdoor wedding? No, it okay. was, it was nice. I think it was May. Okay. I couldn't tell you, but we were just reading about something that makes a good party is the last five minutes. And yeah. as you were leaving this wedding, there was the most delicious food truck with waffles Ooh. that had like whipped cream and strawberries and chocolate and all of these delicious things. And it's what you got when you left with ice cream. Ah. And it was like the best ending to this wedding. Yes. You had this nice treat on your way out. So I don't know. That's interesting, isn't it? The too? Food. Because Macy and I, during the break, we're reading this website that was like good tips for a good party. Mm-hmm. And people are tight. This woman was saying the first five minutes to make a good first impression, mm-hmm. the highs and lows in the midst of the party. And then as you're leaving, what, what people are going to be remembering and talking about in the car. Yeah. But it's really interesting for me to think. And then this is what I feel bad about. Generally, I'm just trying to think about this idea of and nobody. I can't. <laughs> nobody. I don't want anybody caring about this. I don't want anybody going out of their way to get me to a party. But I'm trying to think what would get me to a party. Mm-hmm. You can't reveal what the last five minutes is going to be. You can't. Yeah. And uh, it's so it's not going to be a surprise, and probably it's not going to sound as good as it probably will end up being initially to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably going to sound, oh, it's a party. It's gonna, a lot of people. Oh, we're going to do this cool thing at the end. I'm like, I'm still not interested. I'm not yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so bad. But <laughs> but I, I'm trying to think of it in, from two lenses. I'm trying to think of it as like an attendee. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to think of it uh, as, as like a throwing a party. Yeah. And and potentially you and me maybe doing a no small thing party. Well, we'll it should see. be so exciting. And throwing a party, well, it seems equally intimidating, I'd say, yeah. as going to a party. I have images in my head. Maybe that will be the finale of what? this episode. Images? Just talking about the images of a no small thing party, like <laughs> brainstorming. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, you have big thoughts in terms of, I remember like a long time ago, you talking about parties in this video. Do you know what video oh, I'm talking about? No, what? A video? Is it the video? Oh, maybe I'm misthinking of it. This person, who's that comedian that you really love? Oh, uh, but I wasn't talking. You you may sound like I was in a video. No, no, no. Oh, oh. In the video. Todd video. Glass. Everybody. Because this is oh where I think this gosh. topic originally came from. Yes. And I guess I watched this comedian that my brother Shane and I love, Todd Glass. And you can look this up on YouTube. There's a great video of him explaining how he hosts a party. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I wouldn't do it exactly like he did, but he's got... 
He's got the exact right mindset in my mind. The exact right mindset. Which you seem to be like an, an investigator of how to do it the right way. It seems. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Todd Glass would be on the Enneagram. He seems actually like a strong eight. Hmm. But it has to be probably a self-prez eight. Because he's, hmm. in terms of the way he's orchestrating this party, it seems like strong self-prez eight vibes. Hmm. Hmm. But he's a comedian. So he's adding a lot of like quirky little funny moments into his yeah. in his party. But he's just going through it. This is this is a YouTube video where he is going through his house and explaining how the party's gonna go. Mm-hmm. So so he he does all the things I'm talking about, like really talks about lighting. And he says it it has to be almost pitch black. Like it's gotta be really? so dim. I don't and know so if I agree it's with like that. Really, really just candles. And he, he goes wow. as far as like taping the light inside of his refrigerator so even if somebody opened the refrigerator the light isn't going to show on (laughs) that's nuts so i totally agree with that you Uh, think that dark of lighting just yeah i mean the thing is is that your eyes adjust within five minutes and it just seems so magical and pretty Yes, that's probably true. And, and just good vibes. Now, that's my opinion. Yeah. Maybe I was like, wouldn't agree with that. And then he has music playing, but then he has a drummer there to to play along. Wow. So it just adds a weird, interesting little that's novel a, That's flair. a weird, like, there's someone here, a yeah. live element. I think a live element is nice. Yes. Yeah. Now, another thing he was talking about is, like, the desserts that he makes, the, mm. the access to drinks and food. And then another thing I've heard about parties is it's good to have different food and drinks around the house. So people move around more. Oh yeah. There's places you have to go get different things. Mm -hmm. And he has a program of sorts. He moves people around the house. So like he has a big barn in the backyard with a giant like communal table. So he talks about how intentional this is. And then the fun part about this video is you get to see the party and how it plays out. And so he, he has this big thing, which again, I just think is fun and kind of whimsical Hmm. uh, where you come out to the barn and it's his guest. And as you come in, you put on a dinner jacket. He's got them all hanging up for you. Wow. And he's got all the different sizes and he's like, Oh, welcome to my, you know, barn. When you come here, you put on a jacket. Here you go. You know? And, wow. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're in your little jacket. And then he's got comedian friends. So oh, yeah. then they all start making really silly toasts at this party <laughs> that are just out of control. And they start like, inventing characters and mm. start creating like backstories of how they're having this big drama and fighting. Mm. And that's just funny. That's something only comedians probably could do, but, and then it sort of devolves into like a really crazy party once they get back into the house with more live music and gosh, yeah, but this it's is just pretty epic. It is. It's so epic, but it's not like too crazy. No, no, no. I mean, and he's a chill. I mean, he's chill in the sense that he really wants everybody to have a, a, a real fun time. It's not like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, watch the video. It's really interesting. We'll but, post it on our show notes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, we'll post it on our show notes. He swears like a sailor, but just, we'll just give you that <laughs> warning. <laughs> yeah. I also think a good party in a hostess sense, it has to be very like the food and things need to be made with love. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of sense. Like I, I don't know. I want, I would hope as a host that people like it's comfy vibes. Costco platters. Costco. <laughs> here, here. We put out the food. Costco platters. No Costco Went to Costco platters. today for you guys. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even just the idea, again, of setting an ambiance. I guess I didn't mean think about this. If we have the pillars being music, lighting, and uh, food. food um, one, I haven't really thought about this, but it's probably true. Like, w- if you're making some sort of 
soup or cider or special drink, mm-hmm. there's also a nice smell when you come in the house. That's a good point. Yeah, that's nice. I think people like the smell of a cook, like the food that they're about to eat. And yeah. It's good smelling yeah. food. Yeah. Oh, boy. Or candles, too. Yeah. You could have nice candles it's in nice one room. Nice smelling candles. You could have the certain areas smelling nice. Yeah, smells. If it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is a party I don't want to be at. Yeah. A party also that I don't want to be at is a party that doesn't have little different little places to go, mm. like escape areas. And, crannies and, and like an outdoor patio area yes. is always super nice. Yes. It's like a different vibe. You kind of like can step away from the party zone area, yeah. if that makes sense. You can walk through it. You can kind yeah. of say, hey, everybody. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to the patio. <laughs> going out there. Yeah. Two, I guess when if you think of it that way, it's this thing of I'm on the patio. Okay. I'm fine being out here by myself. First mm-hmm. of all, yeah. if somebody wants to talk to me, here I am. Let's have a nice quality here conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can come on out, but it's not this putting yourself in that position where you're just walking through potentially getting talked to by any person yeah. who probably doesn't even know you. It's true. Oh, that's the worst when you know someone just like a tiny bit. Oh, not enough. gosh. There's a lot of things being said tonight that are making me have cringy feelings. (laughs) Super Bowl party. Uh, I just have so many bad experiences. Oh, boy. So I was going to tell the story about my friend Lars. Okay. Oh, yes. And now you had me tell this Todd Glass story, so I feel like I'm telling a lot of stories. Oh, no. This is great. (laughs) So I have a friend, Lars. Yeah. And in my mind, I mean, I'm sure I can talk about all sorts of interesting small subsets of experiences, but Lars is also a seven on the Enneagram. Hmm. I mean, I'm typing him. I think him. sevens like parties. Yeah, because I, I, I've, ne- I've never talked to Enneagram with Lars, but I just can't see how he could possibly be any other number. <laughs> Sorry, Lars. Look he up sevens. so serious. <laughs> yeah. um, and he throws parties. He throws parties. Now, he has a, a, a summer barbecue party that he throws that mm. I think it was the first party I, I went to that he threw. And I was skeptical, but I showed up. And he has T-shirts for everybody. Wow. Here's a T-shirt specially made for this. You came to the party. It has a big cool logo on it. It's a nice T-shirt. Wow. So right when you walk in the door, he throws a T-shirt at you. Is this your size? Oh, man, welcome. Put it on. And it's just like that. the whole night went great. Yeah. Uh, Now, having said that, when I was living in Pasadena, I came up here and did a wedding. Mm -hmm. This is a classic introvert story. And uh, got done at like 10. And he texted me because he knew I was in town and said, the party's just getting started at the barbecue. Oh, We'd gosh. love to see you. I was like, okay, I'll come up. But I'd just done a wedding. I'd just been at the reception. Wow. So I drove up Queen Anne, got, and he knows the story, got in front of his house. So I'm, I'm a grown man standing in front of this person's house who's my friend. And I hadn't seen him probably in like six months. I'd been living in Pasadena. Oh, gosh. And I just heard all the commotion in the back. <laughs> and I was like, nope. Can't do it. Got my car and left. <laughs> He's like, you never showed up. I was like, I actually did. I was actually on your porch. <laughs> Didn't go in. Couldn't go inside. <laughs> okay, so Lars has this thing that he's done called the Paris party. And I alluded to this already. Oh, yeah. But here's here's what happens. I'm at my house. Knock on the door. Okay. Well, now we have uh, some dancers <laughs> and an accordion player. And we have two kids from my youth group, seniors, because Lars led youth group with me, that are in tuxes with top hats. <laughs> and... Uh, we're getting in a special <laughs> invitation to the Paris party. This is, is this, this was this like not everyone got this invitation. Uh, no, it's, it was, you know, 
Yeah, you had to get a special invitation. Wow. He, 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 I think he invites probably 50 people. Okay. You know, so um, so what is this? D- dancers, these are not even, I think he hired people. God, I don't even know these nuts. people. They're on my porch. And, and how does he know it's a little home? alarming. What's that? How does he know that you guys are going to be home? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Imagine he. Imagine they're all there and no one's yeah, home. Yeah. I mean, I think if he's if he's sending this squad of inviters out for the night, maybe he's just like the ones that are there will get this special thing. Oh, if they're not, yeah, I'll, I'll follow up with an invitation. I happen to true. be there, so. You know, it's a little alarming at first, but also, like, again, like, very whimsical, very, very like, intriguing, very special. You're like, what is this? So you get the invitation. It's about about a month out. You know, come if you want. It's your invitation. You don't have to come. But I'm already intrigued, Mm -hmm. you know. And then then you start to get special instructions in the mail. Here's what you want to wear. Here's what, here's the, here's a, here's when your car will pick you up. And you're like, my car is picking me up. We don't know the location yet. It's going to be, you know, I'm like, okay. Uh, and just little invitations and things would start to come in the mail, getting you more ready for the, the party. This is like very intriguing, but also this is just a guy throwing a party. Yeah. It's just Lars. Cause he likes parties. Yeah. Wow. So the night of all dressed up, you know, and the, the, this, this one I'm telling you about is my second time, but cause so, so now I knew to not wear. to wear a business suit. <laughs> um, so we're kind of dressed up this time. I had a top hat. Wow. Um, get picked up in a big limo. Wow. So here comes the limo. Is there other people in the limo? There's other people, but I know them and Lars okay. knew that. So I, I don't know everybody at this party, but I know many. Okay. And, and the anticipation is building and <laughs> like we get dropped off at this big party space that's very classy hmm. Hmm. and you come and you get in uh people are people are not necessarily like hired i think most of the most of the people that were opening the doors for us were some of like the seniors in our youth group that i think were oh, more yeah. than pumped to be part of this yeah they're all in tuxes with top hats welcome to the party here come this way so it's so again like we're talking wow. about like the impression like we're being so hosted i'm like what's happening oh my gosh you like you know? feel like you're going to this like big ceremony yes so then you walk in now to your point, bringing something, everybody's supposed to bring an interesting bottle of wine. Oh. So we all come with our, put it over here in the corner. That's, that's a good thing mm-hmm. to bring and a nice invitation to the people. So you walk in it, it, now it's our party space and it's all decked out. You know, we've got, mm-hmm. we've got tons of amazing appetizers. Lars is there in some like giant golden suit, you know, and he's just like got a cane and he's great and everybody, he's in his element. There's like a, a part, a, a photo booth, a really nice oh, photo booth. That's always nice. There's, there's, there's all sorts of people that have been designated hosts. So they're attending to you, telling you where to go. Hmm. Here's this area. Here's this area. There's lots of spaces. There's hmm. probably five or six different rooms. That's nice. Yeah. And it's like, you're being told the program hmm. R- right now. We're just mingling. So we got, we got about 30 minutes of mingling. Then Lars stands up. It's almost like a youth group, like hmm. adult youth group or something. Yeah. Welcome. So excited that you guys are here. It means a lot. So now he's setting the tone. Hmm. And then he then he then he pairs you with three other people for the night. Hmm. You don't know him. So it could be a little nerve-wracking yeah, for an introvert. But uh, there's so essentially there's an activity for the night, which is you're going to now go around and taste these different wines at these different tables, and there'll be conversations and all sorts mm. of things. And these are your partners for the night. It's going to be like probably an hour to an hour and a half. Wow. And you're trying to 
you know, taste these wines. And I'm, it, Lars, if you're listening to this, I'm probably not exa- exactly telling them the party properly because I know you put so much thought into this and I'm talking about my memory from like five years ago, but he's probably like, what? You didn't mention this thing and this cool element. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing all sorts of cool elements. I mean, the, the point is, is that you're, you're just on the journey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it's competitions and oh gosh, like that trivias would get me in and, competition. Yeah. I mean, well, well the thing was, and actually won this the first year I went, there's, there's one wine that he brought specifically that theoretically would be the best. Mm. And you're supposed to, he says, you're supposed to guess which, which wine is the, the Loao and the La Stink. Mm. So the worst wine in the group and the best. And if you guess the, the best wine, uh, you get a big prize or something like that. Um, wow. Interesting. So, so you got it? The first year I did, I, wow, I guessed it, nice. you know, uh, so this is after tasting like, you know, small little tastes, like yeah. probably 20 different wines or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the thing with Lars and all of his parties. And this is just another little element is barbecue. <laughs> okay. So the first year I went to the Paris party, he's like, now this was at his house. So mm-hmm. he kind of upgraded the next year. He's like, this whole party had happened. It was the time where it was supposed to be kind of winding down. Yeah. And, um. He's like, after parties downstairs. So we go downstairs. He's got all this more drinks, more Gosh. food, all downstairs. And then all of a sudden, these can can girls come out. No way. Yeah. And it's like all this music. <laughs> and I instantly looked at Marissa. I was like, oh, nope, nope, nope. Time to go home. And we we both live on Queen Anne. So we walked. We walked home. Oh, my goodness. Um, and it was nice. And, and Marissa the knows. Marissa knew we had been. She this. knew this was crazy. Like, <laughs> it's too much. But I do. I'm sure they stayed for another two hours or something like that. Wow. So then at this this next one. And this was, you know, I think Lars knows me and knows others like us. He's like, that's the party, but there's another one. There's an after party. It's at this other location. The The limos are waiting. Wow. Uh, but if you told me in advance that you're not wanting that the after party, the other limo is waiting to take you home. Wow. You know, Marissa knows. It's like, okay, that was fun. I'm not going to the after party. I did have friends to go to the after party, but... It just keeps going. A big party. That's nice. So there it is. That's an example of like, I probably wouldn't do it exactly like Lars did. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a blowout. Uh, but I like the I like the model. Like mm-hmm. if I was thinking about a no small I thing like party. I like the thoughtfulness behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Ours would probably have more of these elements of quiet poetry readings and stuff like that. <laughs> Getting people reflective and bringing the, the, the level down to like a calm, intimate, special thing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but it would be, we would hope to invite you into a program mm-hmm. in a sense, mm-hmm. but it would be fun, mm-hmm. I think. So It'd isn't that food, interesting? I mean, if writing, I hadn't had that music. experience with Lars, yeah. I wouldn't have that in mind in terms of what is possible with a party. Yeah, I've just never experienced anything like that. Yeah. My parents love to, I have like good examples of my parents' parties and there's a lot of themes, but not quite to that extent, I would say. And not the, the fanfare of the like revealing of things. That's super interesting. You felt, you honestly felt, I mean, maybe that's the thing of like, you, you felt like you were being gifted something like Mm -hmm. Lars was planning something special for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was like, whoa, why wouldn't I come to this? I'm, I want to see what it is, you yeah. know? Look at this invitation. Yeah, you know? it's like very sweet. It's like a, yeah, like, It's like you. a big giant gift. Yeah. <laughs> All that we had to do was bring like a bottle of wine. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, that's. Thoughts on that's parties? That. That's, uh, that's the thoughts on parties. I, I mean, I was thinking like, would you want to say ideas about a potential no small thing party? Like, what would it look like? I don't know. I feel like we would hope to have it to be somewhat of a listening party. Yeah. And I also would, I think it'd I be would, maybe multi-generational, I think. 
Yeah, it would be yeah. a mix of our friends, twenty year olds. Yeah, and, and almost forty year olds. Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny and wild. I mean, live music would be cool too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be something that would be cool. No small thing vibes. And art. I would oh, you know what? I mean, we had to, I'm almost going to, I was almost about to get really specific, but if we end up doing it, we'd want some X factors that people weren't expecting. Oh, but for these sure. are, we're just naming the, the elements. Yeah. Not the specific. So we yeah. have great lighting. Great lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it could be really fun. It could be really fun. And we yeah. can think of X factors. I think it would be less of like a typical party. Mm hmm. I would hope. An event. It'd be more like an event, I would think. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Who we're knows? talking about. Maybe I like coming to an event. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't like a party. Yeah, I maybe. like coming to something with live music, mm-hmm. some program. Yeah, something to get, something out of the ordinary. Yeah. Just mingling. Uh, yeah, I can't uh. do just mingling. I'm not here for just mingling. I will <laughs> hard pass that. It. <laughs> it terrifies me. <laughs> and it's boring. It's both terrifying. And then also once if I'm not terrified, it's not what I want to yeah. be doing. Yeah, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, I think that can be it. I think this is, it's definitely not two hours. So that's yeah, some sort of win. One hour episode. Yeah. We were ambitious. That's a fail. But maybe I think all, all, when all said and done, it'll be about an hour 30. So. Okay. Uh, well, well, let's just say. Next week, I think oh, we're going to do week, Beach House, ready. Beach House, which is one of my favorite bands. And I've been listening to Beach House yeah. in prep. So, and maybe, maybe if you you're listening to this, to. you could start to deep dive Beach House this week. And I guess I would say you should, they're really good. My recommendation as a Beach House fan would to be to start with the album called Teen Dream. That's okay. what I would recommend to start with. Don't start with their first two albums. They're excellent, but... They're very, they're like too chill. I mean, what I love about Beach House, we're going to talk about this next week, uh, is they're chill. But the first two albums are hyper chill. So uh, the first the first uh, one where they kind of break out and get a little bigger sounding is Teen Dream. And it's a classic. So there's our invitation. Yeah, there's our invitation. There's our pivot announced <laughs> right here on the episode. So we're excited for that. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to our thoughts on parties, everybody. Parties, Hopefully woo-hoo. that was fun. And uh, honestly, you know, I'll just say also in closing, you know, the extroverts didn't really turn out that much on our Instagram either. So they didn't extroverts. If you want to, I don't know, call us out on Instagram or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, we somewhat represented extroverts. Yeah. And I just really want them to know that we're not hating. (laughs) We we just not representing. We don't know. Yeah. You got the introvert ambivert (laughs) take this week. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you next week. (laughs) 